All right, where are my girl moms at? <laughs> if you're a girl mom, this episode is especially for you if you carry body shame or you're hesitant to put on a swimsuit this summer. If you're a boy mom, you know what? Turn this up too because it's totally applicable down the road. You'll see what I mean. Let's get to this episode. Hey mom with little ones, welcome to the Baby Weight Nutritionist Podcast. Do you want to feel comfortable in your body again? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for how to lose weight after baby? And what's the best workout to do at home? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel unmotivated and discouraged because you ran out of time to meal prep and your workout got cut short because your toddler woke up early again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian nutritionist and Christian mom of four. I too felt frustrated with my body while living in the grind of early motherhood after my first and second babies. I wanted to be strong like I used to be and to feel comfortable being touched again. I just wished I had more time to get my pre-baby body back. And then I found the secret formula, food freedom and joyful movement. I'll teach you this formula right here on this show along with simple time-saving shortcuts, support for lasting weight loss, and motivation to get it done, even with a baby on the hip and a toddler around your leg, so that you can finally feel comfortable in your body again. Pass out some snacks, reheat your coffee, and let's do this, friend. All right, before we start, let's hear from one of the listeners, one of the most recent podcast reviews from SLS. I'm really glad I found Kristen's podcast. I enjoy the episodes and have picked up some great tips and perspective shifts from her that have been so helpful. I started adding in her 10-minute at-home workout on days when I have a hard time fitting in a longer workout, and her nutrition advice has also been really helpful and easy to implement. So that was from SLS Heart. So if you want to leave a review and you don't want anybody to know your name because you're kind of weird about that, like me, I used to be like that, just put in whatever combo you want, whatever secret name you want, and Apple's going to take it. So open your app right now. You're on your phone. Scroll down to the bottom, and you're going to see some stars. Hit five stars, and then click the little icon that says write a review, and drop a review for the show. I would love to hear from you. It makes my heart light up makes my whole family light up. I share it with them. It's a really, it's a source of joy for us and it helps the podcast to grow. So write that review and even better, if you take a screenshot of it and post it to your stories and tag me, I will give you a little coffee boost, (laughs) give you a little coffee gift card. All right. So let's get to this episode and thank you to SLS, whoever that was. Anywho, back to this episode. Turn this up if you carry body shame and refuse to wear a swimsuit. A perspective shift. You here for this? Yeah, right? You're looking at that swimsuit, you're thinking, it's pretty hot outside. I might want to go swim with my kiddos, my daughter in particular. Pay attention to that. I want to go swim, but I just feel so gross. I don't think I can do it. You know, you're telling yourself that narrative? I've been there. I get it. You know, I I used to buy, like, I used to think if I could just get the right bathing suit, then everything would be okay. If I wore the right swimsuit bottoms, and heck no, I'm not wearing the undie style ones. I will never do that again. Years ago, I made the shift to, like, short style. Let me just say, free tip here, (laughs) bonus tip, 
give those a shot. But I felt like if I had the right one, if I covered up enough of my boobs, if I had covered up enough of my belly with like the tankini style, maybe, just maybe, I would feel good and feel like myself out there at the pool, you know, trying to juggle all the bags and all the kids and all the things. Just maybe I could do the right thing. You know, I could do the, find the right suit and, and feel good. Are you there? You know what I mean? Well, so let's go beyond that. Let's go beyond finding the right suit. Let's dive in even deeper. We're going to get real deep. In fact, we're going real deep in this episode because this is really going to change your perspective. So I'm going to ask you a couple really hard questions. Okay, you ready for this? You can hit pause if you have to in between these. If you want to take a second, take a beat, and legit come up with an answer that, you know, is appropriate. <laughs> an answer that actually answers these questions. You're going to see what I mean. They're hard. Okay. So I want you to think way, way back. Think back when you were a kid. When was the first time you called yourself fat? About how old were you? Hmm. Ouch, right? Hit pause if you have to, but think about that. I know I was in middle school when I first had that realization because somebody told me my roles were hanging out. So from then on, I felt fat. I hate that word. And I hope you hate that word too. But just think about it. Okay. Now, think about how your mom talked about her body. You know, if your mom wasn't around, your stepmom, your aunts, or whoever it was, how did she talk about her body? That woman who you, who most impacted your life, how does she talk about her body? Hmm. What behaviors did that woman, your, whoever it is, your mom, your aunt, whoever, what behaviors did she have regarding her body and her weight and how she would talk about herself. Was she constantly weighing herself? Was she constantly on a new diet? Was she always, you know, sitting by in a jacket because she didn't want to be in her bathing suit with you playing in the water making memories? Think about that. Okay. Now think about your grandma, specifically your grandma or the oldest farthest away person who had a huge impact on your life. For me, that's my grandma. You know, if it's like Streganona from next door, I hope you get that reference. If it's Streganona from next door, how did she influence you and how you felt about your body? <laughs> Those are so tough. I know, I know. So if you have to hit pause, go ahead, but don't leave me hanging. Come back. So... Let those sink in, and now this is your perspective shift, okay? We're diving right in. We're moving from those deep questions while you're kind of thinking, ew, yuck, about all of that. Or if you're not, you know, good for you, but for most of us, we're like, ooh, ouch, this kind of hurts. Here's this perspective shift, okay? You have the one and only body that you're ever going to have, and this is your one and only chance to demonstrate to your daughter how to love that body that you have and that you have passed down to her. 
she's going to have a body very similar to yours. And if not, maybe she has your husband's or what a combo or whatever. But most likely, she's going to have the same wide hips. She's going to have the same belly, the same frame, the same extra long toes, whatever it is. So this is your chance right now to demonstrate to your daughter how to love her body by loving your own. I'm going to share this story with you. I've never talked about this before on the podcast, uh, but I feel like it's just appropriate because it really shapes the my my body's story. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I was a senior in college, so I was 22, my mom died, and I ended up going through her medical record, and I saw that she had a boob job, among other things. That it's a complicated story, but she had a boob job. And, you know, I I felt so lied to. I didn't know it. And maybe other people in my life did, but nobody ever shared that story with me. My mom never shared that story with me. So my whole life, up until 22, I felt, you know, which is, which is like a really uh, essential time where I'm building my body confidence and my boobs are growing. I felt like I wasn't measuring up literally you get that right my mom had a boob job so her boobs were bigger and I was not as big and I felt like something was wrong with me because she's my mom and I should have inherited those (laughs) nobody ever mentioned oh yeah you're not gonna get those unless you go pay for them right (laughs) what in the blankety blankety blank that shaped my entire teenage years and then I only found about it I found out about it after she died and I never got to ask her about that specifically or some of the other things that I discovered and I hate that I hate it so much because because of so many reasons you know first and foremost I just miss my mom and I wish I could talk to her but but because if if I could just see what she was supposed to look like maybe I would have a different story of my own body. If she had been comfortable and confident enough in her body without a boob job, maybe I would have felt differently about mine. And sure, if you knew me growing up, you might say, well, oh, you were small. Oh, you were this body shape. Shape and size. I can't get those out at the same time. Shape and size. Or, you know, there's all sorts of things where people could say, why would you feel that way? But I did feel that way. And so if that's my story, you know, and the, the the lies that I just felt like I had been fed, what kind of impact can you and I have on our daughters? How can we change their narrative by the choices we make in taking care of our bodies, by the choices we, by the, by the way we choose to feel comfortable and confident in our own bodies? you now i'm going to turn it to you so think back to your stories how did they shape you and how do you want to pass that on to your daughter how do you want to let that carry through do you want to put an end to it because i sure as heck don't want my daughters growing up thinking i need to have a boob job so i can have perky boobs and they can be big and i can score a doctor as a husband (laughs) xyz you know whatever it is (sighs) i don't want my daughters thinking that and I want you now to, you know, hit pause again if you have to. You probably don't have to right now because your your wheels are probably spinning. What is the story 
that you don't want to pass on to your daughters. Now let's shift it. Let's shift that. Let's come to terms with your body so you're never going to change it. You're never going you're never going to change the frame. You're never going to be able to change what God has given you. But you can feel your best within that body. You can lose some weight. You can regain your energy. You can build up your confidence so that you can stand there and feel your best and look your best within the body that you've been given. And by doing that, you are going to teach your daughter <laughs> so much more than than you and I have been given in our lives because the the age that we are our parents grew up in diet culture and that was part of their story this is not their fault this is not my mom's fault I love my mom and it just this is a point where you and I can do better so by taking care of your body you're going to teach your daughter how to take care of hers You're going to teach your daughter that with those wide hips, she is beautiful, she is strong, she is capable, and you're going to teach her how to eat the foods that will fuel her body, and you're going to teach her how to move with everything she has going on so that when she does grow up, when she is busy, just like you, she feels strong. She feels confident. She feels proud and she's got it under control because mom ingrained these things in her. You with me? Or am I the only one who's like on the edge of tears here? (laughs) I didn't know I needed a daughter. God knew I needed a daughter. Now I have two and I'm so thankful for that. Goodness gracious. So when you figure out how to care for your body right now, you are going to teach your daughter so much more than words will ever tell you know the words will ever impact her show her how it's done so if you need to lose weight get it done if you to feel your best within the body you have not to hit a certain size not to hit whatever just to freaking feel like you're living your best life with energy feeling strong we're on the same page right okay If that means it's time for you to make some dietary changes, do it. If it means it's time for you to get up and start moving your body, go to the gym, buy the treadmill, buy the hand weights, buy the yoga mat, whatever it is, if it's time for you to invest in order to make it happen, do it. If it's time to work with a coach, do it. If it's time to talk to your doctor, do it. If it's time to... Join the Baby Weight Loss Blueprint. Doors are closed, but uh, you can shoot me a message and we can see what we can do. (laughs) But don't sit around and wait for the boob job to happen. Don't sit around for the nose job and or the bathing suit that's going to suck you in in all the right spots. Take the body that God gave you and make it live its fullest and best life. Make that body of yours help you show up for this life that you've been given in the best way possible. So one of the Bible verses that I really, I've just, it's struck a chord with me lately. So I've talked about it before on this podcast, but just lately I realized it it just hit a whole new level because you hear about this a lot of times when you're trying to affirm your, your kid, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I always hear that in relation to kids. Like, oh, you're, God made you so special. 
But that applies to us as adults. That applies to you as a grown woman. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And God doesn't make mistakes. He didn't make a mistake when he made you flat-chested. He didn't make a mistake when he grew your belly so large that it got stretch marks. He didn't make a mistake. What he did is he gave you a body that is capable of living out his will. And it's probably in his will that you're going to do amazing things and you're going to raise amazing daughters and amazing children and they're going to change the world and you're changing the world. So I want you to feel your best. This is, (laughs) I got to stop here. I got to get off my soapbox. I got to end this, but I just really, really hope that you use this episode to inspire you to create change for your daughters so that they have a story that is so ingrained in them that is strong and powerful and wonderful and nothing less. Okay. And like I said, at the very, very, very beginning, if you don't have daughters, apply this to your sons. They see, they know, and they're going to have wives and they're going to have kids. And we want those little boys right now to grow up and be wonderful, amazing human beings who fall in line with this kind of thinking. (laughs) So I just, Gosh, I really hope that this impacted you. If it did, please share this episode with a friend. That would be one of the best ways that we can spread this message. Screenshot it, send it to your friend. Hit the little arrow button and send them a link. Share this episode with your sister or with somebody who also shares your childhood story. That kind of sucks and hurts maybe. And I just thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to close this with a prayer. Dear Lord, you have fearfully and wonderfully created each of us, and we just, we're so here for it, Lord. Help us to not take for granted the body that you gave us, the wonderful, amazing things that we have done by bringing your children into this world, Lord. Help us to speak life over our bodies and in turn show our children how to live out their fullest life, too. We thank you so much, Lord, for everything you've given us, our bodies, our children, and this time together. Amen. All right, my friends, I'm out. Have a good one.